0: Buenos dias from San Gervasi. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 12th of October, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. EU leaders met on Tuesday the 10th to discuss what they can do about the Israel-Palestine conflict that's been going on for decades, but reached a boiling point over the weekend. Aim of the meeting was to ensure, quote, no EU funding indirectly enables a terrorist organization to attack Israel, end quote. As on Saturday the 14th, Israel declared war on the Gaza Strip after an attack by Hamas, a Palestinian Islamist group. Jose Manuel Alvarez, Spain's acting foreign minister, stated on Tuesday the 10th that Spain opposes the EU's intention to halt aid to the Palestinian territory, saying, quote, we cannot confuse Hamas with the Palestinian population, End quote. Still, several EU member states are reluctant to provide aid due to their concerns about supporting Hamas, which the EU considers a terrorist organization. After the meeting, Joseph Borrell, European Union foreign policy chief, stated that an overwhelming majority of EU members agreed that the Palestinian national authority would continue to be given humanitarian aid payments. He also accused the Israeli government of breaking international law. A young Syrian Israeli woman was pronounced dead on Thursday the 12th, 19-year-old Maya Villalobo, died during active service with the Israeli army. Like many young Israelis, she was doing her mandatory two-year military service, spent summers with her father in Sevilla, where he lives. Shifting our focus from the EU to politics on the Iberian Peninsula, according to the latest October barometer carried out by media outlets Cardenas Sur and El País, around 46% of people believe Fecho's position as leader has been weakened since the debate. This means that more than half of the people surveyed believe he cannot lead effectively, diminishing his political standing and influence. The barometer also shows that almost half of the respondents want a repeat general election. One of the reasons for wanting to hold a general election again could be the controversial pacts and negotiations between the socialists and the Catalan independence parties. In previous episodes, we mentioned that Junts per Catalunya, or Together for Catalunya, has asked the socialists to remove The sentences of the Catalan politicians accused of participating in the 2007 independence referendum. In exchange, they promised to support the socialists, giving vital seats to help leader Pedro Sánchez that he needs in order to become president again. However, mixed reactions to the amnesty. On Sunday, the eighth, 50,000 people protested with conservative and right-leaning political leaders, including Fejo and Isabel Díaz Ayuso, the Partido Popular representative from Madrid, against the negotiations amnesty was called into question as Sánchez might be too reliant on the Catalan separatist parties and he would do anything to stay in power, according to them, even go against the constitution in the interests of Spain. Addressing the demonstrators on Sunday, Feijó said, quote, the presidential position can't be sold or traded, end quote. On the other side, on Tuesday the 10th, acting vice president and Sumar leader Yolanda Diaz presented a report where jurists and law experts said that the constitution doesn't expressly prohibit amnesty. Still, amnesty shouldn't be the only thing the government's looking into. One thing is sexual offenses committed by minors are rising significantly. According to the Central Police Directorate, the number of sexual offenses committed by young people between 14 and 17 has risen by 14% in just a year. Spain's not the only country dealing with this. Italy has seen a 15% increase in cases since 2022. And related to offenses, these types of offenses are moving online as well. As we mentioned last month, young teenage girls in Extremadura had their photos manipulated by classmates via artificial intelligence, turning them into nude photos. José Ramón Veracea, a juvenile judge in Toledo, believes that the rise in convictions and sexual crimes is because there is, quote, a lack of sexual education sexual offenses surge, so do the Canary Islands, or Las Canarias, concerns about increasing migration to the islands from places like Senegal and Mauritania. Fernando Clavijo Batle, president of Las Canarias, has expressed his disappointment in the central government, saying that they have failed to confront the migratory surge on the islands, demanding more institutional loyalty from the central government. Between January and October of this year, just under 20,000 people have arrived in Las Canarias by sea. In 2022, around 15,000 migrants arrived looking for shelter. Despite being very well-equipped for these people, Clavijo is concerned that the rate is growing exponentially, considering that there are more unaccompanied minors than adults. He expressed that at some point, the island will struggle to keep up without more central government support and money. Also on the rise are salaries, according to statistics published by the Ministry of Labor. In agreements signed so far between unions and employees this year, salaries increased by 4% on average, just over the rise in inflation, which is about 3.5%. However, according to the media outlet El Mundo, many companies are worried. Higher and longer-lasting inflation means that workers will demand more salary increases, which many companies say they can't afford, especially those that rely on seasonal revenue like tourism and agriculture. According to the ADECO Salary Monitor in 2022 in Spain, the average monthly salary was around 1,800 euros. In other news, early on Tuesday the 10th, Spanish airline Air Europa told customers it had suffered a cyber attack. In the email, the airline told customers they had detected anomalies in their cybersecurity and discovered that many customers had had their card data stolen, specifically expiration dates and CBV security codes. And they have assured customers that security is back to normal now that their card information is gone, and that they should contact their bank if they notice any fraudulent activity. Speaking of digital data, be careful about the information you consume as misinformation is widespread, especially on Elon Musk's Twitter, which we don't call X because that's just ridiculous. This week, Clara Jimenez, co-founder and CEO of Matilda, a Spanish non-for-profit data verification foundation fighting for transparency and truth, has expressed that there is always a spike in false information in times of upheaval like national or international war. Nevertheless, Matilda says that they have seen even more misinformation on Twitter since the war between Israel and Palestine broke out. To somewhat appease this fake news, Twitter has a community notes accounts made up of volunteers since all the professionals were fired who fact-checked posts, replacing the paid and trained trust and safety staff that had been let go by Musk. Community Notes account tweeted on Tuesday the 10th that they have published over 500 fact-checking notes on posts regarding the conflict and removed Hamas-affiliated accounts that shared violent content. They are in no way keeping up with the BS and the violence and division and lack of truth on Musk's Twitter hellscape. In Barcelona, the new academic year has just begun and safely getting to school is at the top of the agenda. The Beefy Bus is a unique parent-led initiative in Barcelona that provides a safe and eco-friendly way for children to commute to school. Similar initiatives have been launched in smaller towns and villages, but adapting the idea to a city level required a little more innovation. The densely populated Echample area, the beefy Bus stands out by taking up the entire road led by one or two adults with two or three more on each side with the kids in the middle. A police car at the back ensures safety and cooperation with motorists. This innovative approach has gained popularity since its introduction in 2020, with around 60 participants every morning. And finally, former Spanish number one tennis player, Rafa Nidal, is making a comeback. The Mallorcan-born player has been out of action since last year because of a rare chronic disorder on his left ankle which he's had since he was 19 he's returning to play in the january 2024 australia open and that's it for this week thanks for joining us you ever wonder who these rorschach people are and why they care about what's going on in spain if so head over to our website find out more about us the other stuff we do and read all about the organization other projects we're carrying out other podcasts we do if something catches your eye you have any questions reach out to us You can find all the contact information on the website link in the show notes. Hasta la próxima.